0: Superman before Krypton exploded. But after Krypton airs on the Sci Fi Channel, it's our podcast after Krypton. I'm Alex. I am Pete. And we are going to be talking about the season two finale of Krypton, the Alpha and the Omega. Pete, Ooh, I don't know if you know, but that it. means <laughs> we did it. I'm actually. We did it. I will say I'm pretty impressed that you made it through this whole season, Pete. I know you started off saying you were out. You weren't even going to do yeah. this podcast. But every episode, a little something brought you back in, didn't it?
1: Be honest. Uh, a little something. Yep, a little something it exactly did. Yeah. I tell you what, if there's a season three, you can kiss my ass. Uh, We'll see what happens. Will I kiss your ass
0: while you're taping the podcast?
1: (laughs) I'm not taping uh, another episode of Krypton. This is it.
0: Mm. Famous last words, sir. Famous last words.
1: <laughs> this Let's... last episode was ridiculous. Come on, Zalboon. We talked uh, about We'll talk this.
0: about it. We'll talk about it. Let's get into the recap first, because there's a lot of stuff that folks need to know going into this final episode. There is a dude named Segel. He is Superman's grandpa. He lives on the planet of Krypton. He tries to defend his city of Kandor. Unfortunately, things got a little messed up in the time-space continuum. First of all, Brainiac came through. Brainiac got thrown into the Phantom Zone with Segal. And when both of them broke out, Brainiac eventually stole Segal's son that he had had cloned with his intended Nissa Uh, that son, as we know for the comics, but as was revealed over the course of the show, is Jor-El, Superman's dad. So Brainiac has their baby right now, Uh, and Brainiac is kind of in the wind. He only really shows up at the end here to make some waves for a potential season three, which we'll get to in a moment. The main thrust of the action happens with Zod. Zod is General Zod, the time-traveling general slash Zod is his actual name. Uh, He traveled back in time, has taken over Krypton is aiming to take over the entire galaxy. Unfortunately, he's seen a couple of setbacks at this point. Particularly, he was trying to take over the moon of Wegthor and use that as a staging area to take over the rest of the galaxy. But unfortunately for him, Wegthor blew up when he sent Doomsday, the unstoppable monster, to crush a rebellion on Wegthor. So Wegthor got destroyed, Doomsday was presumed lost, Seg uh, barely escaped with his life. Everybody else thinks he's dead.
1: Yes, we should also quickly mention uh, they blew up a space elevator too, which is super sad.
0: Yes, that was several episodes back. We, you can listen back to the podcast. We had a whole separate episode where we talked about how sad we were about the space elevator, which (laughs) arguably best character on the
1: show. (laughs) I mean, it's yeah, yeah, it is arguably. Yeah, uh,
0: I hope that actor does other things. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Who yeah. played the space elevator? Now Segal. His name is, uh... was
1: Otis. <laughs> Otis,
0: yeah, no last name. He's like Beyonce. Yeah. So uh, Segal is flying around in a skimmer in space through some wreckage. Everybody thinks he's dead. Those everybody include his grandfather Val el who was leading the rebellion against General Zod. Also includes Nissa Vex. It also includes Adam Strange, who is another time traveler. He hurt his legs last episode fighting Doomsday, so he can't walk anymore. As we find out a little bit more about this episode, uh, and also there was a dude named Kem, I want to say, who died saving everybody from Doomsday. Though also the kind bartender. of bartender, bartender, yeah. Uh, also blowing up the mood of Wegthor, so you know, bombed him too hard. Other members of the rebellion include Jadazad, who is. Lynazad's mother, uh, we actually didn't mention, sorry, who Lynazad is. Lynazad is the true love of Segal. She had a little bit of a hilarious mix-em-up when she rebelled against her son for the future, Druzad, and he knocked her out, put a flower called the Black Mercy on her, which sent her into a dream state. He cloned her, and the clone was working faithfully for him until the clone was killed by the Rebellion. So everybody on Krypton thinks that Lyda is dead. She's not. She came back to life. She is now part of the Rebellion and has joined up with him, as well as Jane Azad, who we mentioned earlier, is her mom. She's been wandering around for a while. She got thrown out of the Sagittarii, which is the military force that runs Krypton, and she's been palling around with Dem. Dev. Dev? Dev, I want to say. Dev. Dev. Uh, Dev, who... Again, as we talk about every podcast, these three letter names that have an E in the middle. Very confusing. So, uh, Dev is the former Intended of Light Azad. He's been now palling around with Jada Zod, her mom. We speculated there might be a little bit of a smoochy romance going on, and turns out we were pretty much right. Uh, last character you probably want to know about is Lobo, aka Space Wolverine. He has a hey, show. Come up. on. What?
1: What? It's not Space Wolverine. You I mean, asshole. he's kind Justin's, of... Justin's not here.
0: Uh, listen, Justin was killed saving Wegthor. Thor. Doomsday <laughs> killed him. He couldn't be here for the season finale. But I know in his memory, he would want me to call Lobo Space Wolverine.
1: And I know he probably would, but don't honor that memory. Also, oh. oh, he probably was uh, destroyed by a giant boulder that landed on
0: him. Yeah, that's true. I will say, in honor of Lobo, though, I should probably piss on his memory.
1: Uh, because that's what Lobo would do, right? Well, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to We'll that.
0: get to all of that, all of those important plot points later on. Uh, so Lobo is a uh, mercenary hunter. bounty hunter, yep, yeah, who's been traveling around the galaxy. He mixed up with Seg and Adam Strange earlier in the season, and he has a serious bone to pick with Brainiac in particular, was after him. Last we saw, he was smashing one of Brainiac's bodies, but clearly didn't get rid of Brainiac entirely. So there you go. That's what you need to know for setup, Shall we walk through the episode Pete Alpha and the Omega? Alpha the beginning and the end. So it all starts off with a, a mise-en-scene, I think that's what it's called. I'm blanking on the exact term, where Zod is on ships surrounding Earth and he's getting ready to attack. We don't yeah, know he's exactly gonna attack Earth. Like, he's going to attack Earth, big deal. We're very worried about Earth because that's where we live. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm very much aware of that. Thank you. So, but then we cut to 12 hours earlier and the moon of Wegthor is falling on Krypton. Now, here's something that I wanted to ask because this was not clear to me before this episode. I guess a lot of people lived on Wegthor? I didn't think that
1: many people did.
0: Yeah, but everybody's very torn up about it. They're like, oh God, all those poor people who lived on Wegthor died. And I'm like... There, who?
1: <laughs> it, was, it was a rocky
0: wasteland. I yeah. think it's okay. Like, how torn up, Pete, would you be if the moon got destroyed? The, the Earth's moon.
1: I would be pretty upset. I mean, it controls the waves and the ocean and stuff like that. It's great to look at. It's very calming. I'd be super upset. But there is, as far as I'm concerned, there isn't a space elevator on that moon. So I can see why people are extra sad because there's all the people work on the space elevator. Oh, so you think what
0: they were upset about was not the people living on Webtor, but the people working on the space elevator. Exactly. Yeah, That makes a lot of sense. So <laughs> Zod and Val end up talking and they decide. They do a little phone call, a little video chat. Yeah. Just talk to your friends. Call them up. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing that I'm going to tell you. A lot of people are like, yo, you didn't call me. In that case, uh, you didn't call me either. You know, just like uh, talk to each other. Don't stand yeah. on
1: ceremony. Well, I tell you what, Val is, uh, comes in hot, calling Zod an asshole. He does. He's also
0: like, listen, I know you've decimated our rebellion, but there's no way you can stop us now. Mm-hmm. And Zod's like, well, I literally have an RB that can conquer universes. Clearly, I'm going to lose here. And turns out he does. Uh, so then we uh, cut over to Adam is bagged up, Nissa Pulls a classic con on him It's like Oh what's this Zeta beam thing You have Oh
1: man Yeah You can't You gotta You gotta be so wary of that
0: I mean here's the thing Adam's hurt his legs He's been drugged up He's a comedian anyway As we know And as we know About comedians They run off their mouth at any possible opportunity. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. So uh, he's like, oh, yeah, this is my Zeta beam. It can travel through space. It can travel through time. It can do whatever you want. Don't even worry about it. All good.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And this is like, cool. That's interesting. We'll never come back to that again. Uh, and then we cut to Jada and Dev drinking. They're pretty torn up about Wegthor as well, as is everybody this entire
1: episode. Now, let me ask you something. Yes. You know, this is kind of sad because it's like all these people are at a bar drinking, but the bartender is dead. Like he missed all these, all these episodes went by. Nobody's drinking at a bar. Nobody's drinking at the bar. There's no reason for him. He dies and everybody goes on a binge. And, you know, I, I was just like, oh, man, that poor bartender. Do you think he's just like super pissed off in hell right now? Yeah. I say hell because yeah. he
0: was evil for a little while. Yeah, he was he was briefly evil. He was briefly evil. So he's definitely definitely in hell. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> important to specify. Uh, but yeah, well, I don't know. You, you he don't came know around if he's at in... the
1: end. Yeah, yeah, he came
0: around at the end. You know? Do you think this is uh this is I think an important question to talk about right now? Do you think Cam the bartender is in heaven or is he in hell, Pete? I don't
1: know. I turned around at the end. You know, I mean, you know, hopefully when he gets. To judgment day, maybe they're you know, there's a lot of paperwork, maybe they're not paying attention. They just look at this last deeds you fought for the right side, and maybe you got a pass. So your your thing, Pete, in your life
0: is like I can just do stupid shit my entire life, but as long at the last second I do
1: some cool shit, I'm going to heaven. I'm saying sometimes, in some cases, You could be a fuck-up your whole life, but maybe right at the end, you do something really important that really saves the day, you might get a pass. I mean, on the other hand,
0: apparently there were all these people living on the moon that he killed.
1: (laughs) So, but to
0: your point, isn't it a law? I don't know if it's the same on Krypton, but if the bartender dies, free drinks on the house? Yeah, exactly. Just go crazy. Yeah. I feel like, though, you're also focusing on the wrong thing, which is that Jaina and Dev drink and then they kiss just as Lida walks in how'd you feel about that yeah it was a little weird she just wakes up to find some people making out some people one of them is her mother and one of her is her ex-fiance so that's pretty awkward how would you feel about that Pete yeah I wouldn't feel good about it I might come in swinging yeah she seems pretty chill though which is surprising She's super chill I mean, she just woke up from being a clone for a while and Black Mercy stuff and stuff, so I, <laughs> yeah, so, I sort of get it. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, we cut to Seg, the skimmer. He's going through the remains of Weg Thor, and then we cut. Oh, and he's super sad about that, but he tells everybody he's alive. Uh, and then uh, Nyssa uses the Zeta Beam to go to another planet to try and
1: rescue her kid. I think. No, uh, now, now she went. It was clearly she went to Ireland. <laughs> That was so clearly fucking Ireland, man. There's no disguise in those. You think that was Ireland? Oh, yeah. I was just there. Yeah.
0: Really? Yep. I don't know where they filmed Krypton, but I
1: think it's probably Vancouver would be my guess. Okay. All right. Well, it's (laughs) definitely, it was kind of like, oh, wow. Fun planet choice. It was funny because they only had one area cleared to shoot. Yeah. Because every time they cut to her, she was in the same spot. I was like, man, she is not making good time at all (laughs) on this planet. It's a very pretty beach, though. Yeah, yeah. They didn't want her to leave the beach. Yeah. Over on
0: the cliffs of Vancouver. (laughs) Wait, here. I'm going to look it up. It um, films in. Oh, Pete. Pete. Guess what I got to tell you? So, uh, season one, I believe, was filmed in Montreal, but right. season two filmed in Belfast. Aha! You were right. I told you, bro. I was just there. There you go. Uh, most of the WB shows film in Vancouver, which is why I thought, but you're absolutely right. Good call on that. Krypton is Ireland. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, that's quite a twist right here at the end of the season. <laughs> they really went for it in the last episode, man. Yeah, they did. Uh, they went for me lucky charms. Uh, so oh, come on, then, guy. Then uh, Lyta
0: rejects Zod after hearing that Doomsday destroyed Wegthor. Again, everybody mm-hmm. very torn up about this moon. And just to loop back to it, I would say personally, I agree with you. I'd be super bummed if the moon blew up. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'd be like, ah. It's all right. It's just the
1: moon. At least it wasn't, at least no people died, you know? Right, right. I mean, there's that to look at. I mean, yeah, you'd be super bummed, but, you know, no life loss, so you're feeling pretty good about that. But then lighter's like, all right. I got, uh, once she's caught up on all the news. Yes. There's there's a lot
0: of stuff that people need to be caught up on this episode. Yeah. Uh, That's, as always happens in the last episode of a season, you want to make sure to dump as much information as possible. Uh, And then we cut to maybe the saddest scene in two seasons of Krypton as Zod beats up Random soldier number three that <laughs> ends up killing him for information. How do you feel about this? We've lived with random soldier number three for so long over these
1: seasons. Were uh, you sad to see him go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all knew it was coming, but, uh, you know, Zod's a real douche. Um, and Lighta admits that she wants to kill her son. Uh, so that. Yeah, she has decided, which I
0: think is fine because she can have another one. At this point, yeah, yeah. like that it's one super is older easy than to her have
1: kids in the future.
0: Well, I'm just saying that that kid technically hasn't been born yet. So it's not like actually killing your son. It's like maybe killing your son at some point in the future.
1: Yeah. But it just in the future, two people just walk up to a screen and then it's like, OK, here you're going to here's your son.
0: It's like uh, like that new thing at McDonald's, basically.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And then they take forever to bring it to your table. I mean, come on, McDonald's, get with it. So Zod beats up the rando, as we uh, establish. That's really the weird thing about this scene to me is he kills a random dude who we don't care about to make another random dude that we don't care about be super upset so that later on he can say, no, we're not following you, Zod, anymore.
1: Uh, Yeah, uh, but what did you think about the... It was really funny to me that he stopped beating the dude to go get this staff that is used specifically just to cut throats.
0: Yeah. Well, if you have, that's the thing. Like you go to Home Depot, you're like, oh, look at this throat cutting staff. It's yeah. on sale. I'll, I'm sure I'll use this at some point. And it it's there. Yeah. You know?
1: You never get to use, never get to use. And then you finally have a time to use it. Okay. I see what you mean.
0: Yeah, exactly. You got you to gotta take that opportunity. So, uh, then Nissa is wandering through the planet. She finds a bunch of dead soldiers. That's confusing for her. Uh, I think we can finish up the Nissa stuff because that's very much on her own track. Uh, yeah. so she
1: finds a bunch of dead soldiers and then she wanders well, over. To- she finds a dying soldier who keenly points to the, to the sky. Yes. And the
0: soldier, it was hard to tell if he was horribly burned or he was red, mm-hmm. like a red skinned alien,
1: uh, In the
0: sun? Is that what you said?
1: Yeah, I thought maybe he wasn't normally red, but he was probably just laying on that beach too long. And that sun is something, man. you got to be careful.
0: Yeah, you got to use at least SPF 50, if not greater.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Right. So really, if you want to take any theme from this episode, it's use sunscreen. Yep. Like that viral song from the 90s, the graduation song. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so she wanders along the beach until she finds a cave, and on the cave... It's a bloody Omega symbol, and she looks up and sees a bunch of shadowy things flying overhead. Uh, I think there's a pretty clear indicator here, right, of what's happening, but there's almost two ways they potentially could go with it. Yeah. Did you – what, what uh, did you take away from this, Pete?
1: I thought, well, you know, it could be the DC character Hawkman, you know, and could be some Hawk people. Yes, uh, it could, I think that's potentially
0: possible. It could be Thungarians. But I think more clearly what they're teasing with the Omega symbol and that is it's Darkseid. And they're... Oh. Right?
1: Yeah. Well, they are talking about the... What is it? The What is it? Darkseid has those certain beams, the Zeta beams or whatever?
0: Uh, he has Omega beams that Omega he shoots out Omega of his is, eyes. Right, right. Uh, but so I, the Omega symbol is Darkseid's symbol. Uh, I think that is Darkseid. I think we're supposed to... Again, it's not 100 percent clear if it's Thangarians, but I think it's probably parademons are flying overhead. And the reason this planet has been weighed to waste is because we are teasing that Nyssa, crazily enough, is heading her way to Apocalypse, uh, which if that if they go for that, like I, I want to see a season three just based on that. If, I, they did whatever else you think about the show. I think they have done a good job with the villains on the show, the DC Comics villains, like, Brainiac is legit looks good. Doomsday has grown on me. Lobo, I like quite a bit. I know you're not a huge fan of General Zod, though I like him a lot as well. But given that they have nailed all of that, if they could do the same thing for Darkseid and live action, that's pretty
1: cool. Well, first off, that can't be Apocalypse where she is because Pop- Apocalypse doesn't look like Ireland. Oh, no, no, no. It's a real fucked up. Place
0: totally, it looks a lot more like Scotland. But this <laughs> is, I'm not saying this is Apocalypse, I'm saying this is a planet that has been attacked by Apocalypse
1: and Dark oh, okay. forces. Right. That and makes
0: then, sense. but I'm saying she is potentially on her way towards there as we leave her at the end of the season.
1: Can I, can I just back you up one second? We missed something that was ridiculous that happened. Absolutely. Oh, but you want to wrap up Nyssa, so no, I'm no, sorry. no, go for it, go for it. Well, there, you know, when they were all drinking uh, and the, Elida was coming up with her plan, uh, there was this ridiculous moment where she was like, oh, man, we really need an army. If only we could get an army. And then they look out a window and randomly walking by is the giant army. Wait, was that this episode? I thought that was last episode. No, that's this
0: episode. No, that was last episode, dude. No way, man. No. Uh, I don't know. Who even knows anymore? Who even knows? Uh, I have not written down in my notes. It's this episode. Okay. Maybe it happened several episodes in a row. Maybe <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, so uh, Val, meanwhile, talks to Adam Strange. He promises he's going to help him walk again. Yeah. Uh, the random dude in the bar who is bothering Jaina and Dev a couple of episodes back is like, you know what? I'm gonna stop bothering you guys. I'm gonna come help you guys out. And they get an army of ragamuffins off of that. So they got a whole army ready to go. And then they pull out their ace card, their car ace of the hole, which is Seg walks into Candor and walks up to Zod oh, and oh says, Step right, outside,
1: for- bro. Dude, Step out back up the truck here for a second sex plan is just he's going to go after Zod and he just casually walks in. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, I know. But you were just, we really got to talk about how ridiculous that is. Well, so here, I was thinking about it.
0: It's ludicrous. It makes a little bit of sense just in terms of what they're doing is they want to distract Zod they know that he's completely focused on Seg. They know that his ego can't dur- turn down a possibility to attack Seg or prove his superiority to the Kryptonian people. And meanwhile, Lida is leading their ragtag army to go destroy Zod's farces. So I get that part. The part that's ridiculous that happens in every single episode of the show is so- Seg walks wherever, any time. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that like he's outside... Walks up to a massive fortress and is like, Bro, come outside, hey, bro. Bro outside, step outside. Step outside, and It's like, Oh, what? What's that? I heard that in my fortress. Oh, and I'm right by the door
1: now, and here I am. Hello. I, and so they have a speech off. Yes. Classic. Not an immediate. Not an immediate fight, but the old speech off. Classic Hamilton-style rap battle going on.
0: (laughs) And, uh, yeah, and uh, it's very unclear who's winning this uh, battle of wits until Lyta shows up, and she stands in front of the entire population of Krypton, which is, I guess, about 10 to 20 people. Uh, because they all died on Wegthor. Lyda reveals herself as the real Lyda, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, the real Lyda. I definitely understand what's going on here. It's very clear to me that this is your son (laughs) for the future who's older than you, and you're a clone, because you told me, and you were in Black Mercy, (laughs) and this is also, and you had this baby, but you haven't had the baby yet, and that's the baby. I get it. I get it.
1: Yeah, it's just super easy to walk up on a crowd of people, explain that real quick and then win them all over, which actually happens. It does happen because they have, then, a, they have a very mild debate, and then all the cryptologists are like, you know what?
0: We don't like you anymore,
1: Zod. Yeah, they're like, well, you got to be... <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was that was insane to me how casually they all turned on Zod. I get it. He's a big dick. But like then they win the crowd over, but then for some reason they fight, which I love fighting, but you won everybody over. There's no reason to fight anymore. You would just have him arrested. You would be like, arrest Zod, we're all on the same page. I but guess, for some reason they still fight.
0: I, I will say, I thought the fight was silly, but I will say again, in defense of the logic there, that... They've already very clearly established on the show that in order to gain supremacy of the Sagittarii, you need to prove your physical supremacy. So even though Lyda and Seg have come up and said, no, Zod, we reject your rule, he still runs the Sagittarii. So in order to seal the deal, they need to beat him up. They need to win in a fight. So I get that. But I don't know why you would have Seg do it first, other than him doing the... I'm taking off my jacket. Now you can see the Superman symbol. Yeah. Uh, On my planet, the S stands for kicking the shit out of you, et cetera. <laughs> but he doesn't even seal the deal because then Lida fights uh, Zod yeah, right Ryder's after that. a better fighter. Yeah, yeah. she's much better fighter. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, and then Jaina gives, is oh, uh, now leading the rebellion. Uh, she gets a big gun and she
1: shoots everyone down. That was pretty fun. I like that. Yeah, she, sweet roll moves though. Did you see those roll moves she was throwing around? Roll moves? Yeah, she was doing a lot of roll moves, man. It was pretty What sweet. is a roll move? What are you saying here? What are you referring to? In their fight sequence, in their snowy planet fight sequence, she would like roll over, shoot somebody in the face, do another roll move, shoot somebody. It was just uh it was a lot of roll moves. I got to tip my cap to all the roll moves. I did not know
0: that those were called roll moves. Cool. Uh, So then uh, we get a pretty cool line from Leida. She turns to Zod and says, General Zod, it's time you kneeled before Kandor. And he says, I'll never kneel. That's my catchphrase. Cut it out, yo. Uh, He's cut it out. And then they come up with another brilliant plan, (laughs) an absolutely brilliant plan, which is they say, you know what? We can't throw him in a prison; he'll get out of that. We can't right. throw him in the Phantom Zone; he'll get out of that. So Which does make
1: sense. You could what? throw him in the you could just throw him in the Phantom Zone.
0: You absolutely could throw him in the Phantom Zone, but we've already had people escape from the Phantom Zone this season alone. So, like, clearly, I understand that there, but their plan is instead. We cut back to the beginning where he's going to conquer Earth. It's actually a dream. What they did was they put the Black Mercy on him and put him on an open balcony, the most secure area in Krypton, as we know.
1: Of course, and then you know they 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 use this whole idea against him. They clone him so that he'll be behave and they'll do it uh, do what they want.
0: The Black Mercy thing is ridiculous because yeah. just like. <laughs> The Phantom Zone thing, we've seen Lyda get out of the Black Mercy like relatively easily earlier in the season. So uh, I, I don't know. I don't understand the solution here. Like the actual solution would be send him back to his proper time period using something, I guess. But I don't know. Whatever they're just setting it up so they can keep it around for the next season. But then everybody parties. Everybody's having a great time. Uh, oh, a couple man, of things happen. So everybody getting fucked up. They are seriously getting fucked up. Uh, meanwhile, Jaina and Dev not getting fucked up. They go out into the ice, and Dev, who has eagle eyes, is like, "Wait." look under this uh, thing that's completely covered in snow. Can you believe it? And then they brush away all the snow, and Doomsday has actually fallen to Krypton and been frozen in the ice. So he's still around. Now, I will say, this is actually comics canonical, I believe. I I think this does happen to Doomsday, and he's frozen in the ice on Krypton for hundreds of years before he breaks free. Um, So uh, that's consistent, I guess. You're not into that. Uh, anyway, Val gets so totally wasted. Uh, so is Adam, who now has his comics canonical rig with jetpack.
1: He looks exactly like he does, except for his helmet in the comics. So he can now fly. Uh, well, you see why he needs a helmet. He immediately flies and hits the ceiling with his head. I mean. So it's clearly he needs a helmet. That was fun, right? That was not fun.
0: What was not fun about that? You hate Adam Strange. So seeing him yeah. slam
1: his head against the ceiling, that must have been fun. Well, I was just like, you're ridiculous. Okay, fine. And uh, then
0: we get to the last two things of the episode. Pete, first thing, there's somebody by the window so drunk they are
1: pissing on the window. Just pissing on the window. <laughs> and the, guy the slow laughs- turn reveal that it's Lobo. And then Seg stops, and they take, like, a solid minute to look at his junk and do dick jokes. (laughs) Like, I could not fucking believe how long Seg was looking at Lobo's dick and then saying, like, oh, impressive. Yeah, yeah, well, thanks, you know. Like, what the fuck was that? I did not time this out. I think this lobo seg
0: scene was the longest continuous scene in the entire episode.
1: <laughs> it was
0: ludicrous because first he's pissing out the window, then they do the very weird joke about, whoa, that's a big one. I was talking yeah. about your gun. Because Lobo is clearly standing there with his dick hanging out of his pants in the middle of the yep. bar for no reason for a very long time. And then they talk about Brainiac and Seg who has had his baby stolen and yep. his whole world destroyed, is being pretty chill and casual. Uh, Lobo's like, I want to check out Braini- Brainiac. And Sega's like, oh, yeah, now that I think about it, Brainiac does have my baby, So, which yeah. I feel very strongly about. So why don't I go with you and we'll go take down Brainiac? But this takes forever.
1: Yeah, and then Lobo's like, you don't interrupt the main man. You know, calls uh, strange, strange legs. I thought that was funny. I
0: feel like and they mother, had they improvised mother, the scene. They
1: had oh, to yeah.
0: like there's. <laughs> it went on for such a long period of time. It felt like either they needed to fill out the episode, or they got the actor who played Lobo for a very short period of time. And they're like, let's make the most of this.
1: Yeah, I mean, he says, "Mother fracker." That was funny. Yeah, I feel like they had him for like a little bit, and they just. Improved a bunch of lines and stretched out the episode. They were just how'd you feel about it? I
0: mean, you've been watching this for Lobo. Basically, was it good to see him back?
1: Well, I'm glad. I mean, I am glad they brought him back, and I loved how he said your name. uh, He said the son's name, and he's like, "Oh, it's a stupid name." That was really funny. Uh, Yeah, I mean, because you hate names, (laughs) Lobo. For how ridiculous he is in this, is uh, actually has some funny moments. Um, but then they had that whole thing where it's like, he's watching them piss. And then Seg's like, I'm not going to shake your hand. And Lobo's like, come on. And then he shakes his hand. I couldn't believe it. Hey, it's just polite. And yeah. L's are nothing if not polite, you know? And then, uh, it cuts to, uh, Brainiac and Brainiac supposed to be super smart. I mean, hence his name. He's talking to a goddamn baby, like some idiot. What are you talking about? You've never talked to a baby? Sure, but my name is not Brainiac and I'm not an evil villain. I don't. That seems like such a normal thing that humans do because they're trying to be supportive and helpful for that baby. But it makes no sense for an evil villain to be sitting there. Talking to a goddamn baby. He's not. He's not. He's
0: not going like a coochie, coochie, cool little baby. He's
1: he's he's evil villain monologuing in front of a baby. It just made no fucking sense to me. I don't know.
0: I used to, when my kids were babies, I used to evil villain monologue in front of them all the time.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you did. But what's also very revealing is that you told us your uh, plan And it matches Brainiac's evil plan exactly. So you just kind of revealed to yourself that you are a fucking evil villain. It's true. My plan was to take my children to Earth. (laughs) It all worked (laughs) out. No, you talked about why doesn't anyone just take these, uh, you know, Kryptonians, get get them in front of the sun, power them up. Yeah. So that's what
0: he's doing. Brainiac is heading to Earth way earlier than he was supposed to. He's trying to turn Jor-El into a Superman. We end the season with a bunch of big cliffhangers, Lobo and Seg going after Brainiac, Brainiac heading to Earth, Nyssa potentially on the trail of Darkseid and Apocalypse, Uh, and Zod slaved to the Black Mercy. Adam Strange has his suit. Uh, Lots of stuff going on. I I was about to ask you what you felt about the season as a whole, but I know what you thought about (laughs) the season as a whole. So instead, Pete, what was your favorite thing about the season? Say one nice thing about this season.
1: One nice thing. And then I'll I'll say one not so nice thing. Okay, they did a good uh, job casting Lobo. Great.
0: That's enthusiastic. I love it. I will say uh, that overall, I liked bits of the season, but it felt like they spent too much time on the Zod Rebellion storyline when what was fun and goofy about the first season and parts of the second season was when they go ridiculously over the top and they lead into, I can't believe you are doing this thing that you are doing right now. Uh, And there were bits of that. There were things like the Lobo stuff was super fun. Uh, most of the Bradyak stuff was super fun as well. Uh, I think Lita briefly dying was fun, too, in just in terms of a I don't know what they're going to do in terms of continuity now, though they quickly fixed it. Seeing Black Mercy was fun. So I'm still all in on them leaning into the DC universe of it. But I want to see them, if they do get a season three, go even more nuts again, personally.
1: Cool, yeah. I don't give a shit what they do. Oh, man. You're so mean. You're so mean. For <laughs> well, the I mean, last really, time. I, what? I I would say, though, I think what works about this show is just throwing the geek reference in there. Just go deep in Superman. Like, yeah, the Black Mercy. Just really have the Easter eggs that comic book readers want reward people for reading comic books and have fun with the supervillains. And I think you'll do a good job here. Here's the thing you're,
0: Filming in Belfast, go get wasted on some Guinness at a bar, come up with some nuts ideas and just yeah. go crazy on Krypton season three. Yep. Before we wrap up, as we always do, we do uh, trivia. This is extremely difficult trivia for Krypton. It's very hard to get. It's even hard for us to get. And we are uh, experts of the subject. So here we go. Okay. There is uh, a character called Superman. His uh, real name is Kal-El, though he's called on Earth. He's called Clark Kent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He has not a father, but a grandfather who is the main character of the TV show Krypton. What is that character's name? Beg. No, no, no,
1: no. Tag.
0: No, no, wait. These are, you're very close because they are. Leg. It's Leg. Leg? Yeah. That actually sounds right. I think <laughs> I think it's Leg Le- Legolas, Legol,
1: Leg-o. Legolas.
0: It's Legolas. The answer is Legolas. That is the grandfather of Superman. Thank you guys so much for listening to our Krypton podcast and sticking with it over the course of the season.
1: We really appreciate yeah, it. Congratulations to the people who did it.
0: <laughs> if you'd like to support our podcast, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by. We'll chat with you about
1: Superman comics or whatever you want. Pete, what do you want to plug? Uh, we Yeah, we do podcasts about good shows, too, so right, check that right. out. But uh, friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. You
0: can follow us on After Krypton on Twitter or at Comic Book Live for our general Comic Book Club Live stuff. Also, ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and more. You can subscribe on iTunes, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, or the app of your choice. And hey, we'll see what happens, but maybe we'll see you next time after Krypton.